Hey, this is Big Sexy Kevin Nash. I want you to listen to, at all costs, the Rich Wrestling Podcast, where I get all my current wrestling news. Viva la raza! If you're not cheating, you're not trying. We lie, we cheat, we steal. We lie, we cheat, we steal. Mama, see now, we got that passion that's lasting long. Mujeres fall in love with that Latin charm. One woman isn't enough, amigo. Siempre cogiendo más mujeres porque somos Latino. And we tougher than tough, calling your bluff, cuz. We lie, we cheat, we steal. We lie, we cheat, we steal. We don't care if you like us. Everybody wants to fight us. Hey, oye lo claro, we eat the ones you want to meet. Hay nada más caliente. We're too hot for you. Latino heat, chavito heat. We can't be weak. Coming from the streets of the ghetto. At the end of the week, we get to keep your dinero. You're fast asleep when we sneak in your gossip. Your life sucks when you're bankrupt and we laugh. can't trust none of us because we Latin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast! <laughs> Fuck Master Flex. We are here with episode 44 of the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Fred's back. Craig Dixon here. We're ready to recap payback. Quattro, quattro. <laughs> so this is what we've been doing. Sick with the mile. We've been, first, we went, me and Craig, we went to a random quinceanera. We went 15 candles. We beat the shit out of that pinata. Then we went bar hopping. Tequila, tequila, tequila. Then we took the bottle. We stole it. And now we're here, there, everywhere. We're WWP, baby. That's what we did. That's right. By the way, did you say 15 candles? 15 candles. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Did we learn something new every day on the Retro Wrestling Podcast? Like how bad WWE is. But anyway, let's jump right into... WWE payback results, guys. Mm. We, uh, by the way, I did, I did my diet episode of, of WWP. Uh, Saved a lot of calories last week. Yeah, it was only thirty minutes. Um, I liked it. I did terrible though on uh, my predictions. Don't be so hard on yourself. Oh well, okay. Can't carry this show like your fucking Kurt Angle, baby. Woo! Oh, that's quite a compliment. It's true. Wow. wow, I am shocked. I'm shocked. What was that? Huh? Oh, okay. I'm just uh, <laughs> so we kick it off. We came back. The payback. What? And we're gonna have different opinions on this show. Definitely. Um, I came in with very, very low expectations. I also was stuck in Fort Lauderdale Airport. So okay, anything could have been entertaining for me at that point. Right, I could have been watching paint dry on a, an iPad. Yeah, I could have been watching like Glow Women's Wrestling. Yeah, and, or whatever, and it would have been fucking awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's dive into this shit right turn. Yeah, let's go, guys. All right, so uh, the kickoff match of uh, WWE Payback 2017 was yeah. Enzo and Mori and Big Cat taking on Luke Carlo. Uh, Luke, Luke Carlos. Luke Carlos. It's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, we made a shout out to Keelan beforehand. Yes, so Craig is probably already feeling it. Shut up. And this is our friend Jorge. Jorge. We name him Jorge. It's cinnamon horchata, but we're calling him Jorge. Yeah. Um, uh, versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. There you go. Um, again, I talked about it a little bit last week. This match only had a couple weeks of build. Not really a lot on the line here. Kickoff show. Nobody really cares about that. Nah. I got one right. Enzo and Cass got the win here. Um, so did I. <laughs> 
Fred got it right in spirit. In my head. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really want to go into it too much. Did anything happen on Raw afterwards? Uh, Honestly, I didn't watch that match. Uh, uh, they did face them again. Luke uh, Gallows did defeat Enzo Amore. Uh, they attacked them before the match. Right. And uh, I guess it was a solid contest. Um, yeah, Gallows and Endo and Enzo, Enzo had a mat- singles match on Raw. He almost got the win with the, uh, with the cr- uh, inside cradle, but eventually Gallows came up on top. Right. Um, yeah, there's not really much more to go on that. I don't really Fuck care it. about this feud. Um, give me give me some more for Enzo and Cass for me to start caring again, but I'm just kind of, I'm tapped out with them right now. I yeah. just don't care unless they're doing something important, and this is not important. So let's go to the real first match of Payback. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens for the United States title. Um, I'm not even going to say arguably, arguably the best match. I'm going to say the best match of, of the show. Yeah, it was very good, and they gave it a lot of time. Uh, yeah. Longest match on the card, actually, so good for them. Um, yeah, longest match on the card. Uh, yeah, as we knew, Chris Jericho was... It was rumored that he was going to start to leave, go into the horizon, yeah. and maybe make he's it got a tour with, again. He's got a two-month uh, tour with Fozzie, so... Right. Everybody assumed he was going to lose here, right? Um, including myself. Um, but of course, I was wrong. He ended up winning the United States title, um, which was cool. It was a nice moment because you know I guess they kind of rewarded him for his great run for the year, yeah, uh, for the last eighteen months, I should say. Um, and then of course, sub- they had the rematch on SmackDown, and you know Jericho got transferred to SmackDown with the with the win here, yeah. Um, and then in the rematch, Kevin Owens won, and then he proceeded to beat him up and injure him to kind of write him off TV. So, which is a good thing, I think. You know, just like it gives it was- that opening to like for him to come back mm-hmm. eventually, and it'll get a huge pop. Absolutely. So, because when I, so when Chris Jericho won, I was a little confused. Me like, too. Right, exactly. Until, until I'm like, oh right, Kevin Owens can get a rematch on SmackDown right. the next night. Didn't even think of that. Right. So, um, I think they played this out perfectly. Chris mm-hmm. Jericho did, gave him the favor. I like it. Yeah, uh, both guys did well in, in both in both instances. Jericho won really the the you know the the bat the actual wrestling match, and then like it was more of a war for the SmackDown one, and yeah. then and then he, he just destroyed him after the match to kind of write him off TV. So that was very well done. So so this seems to like happen. A, I feel like a lot in wrestling over the last maybe ten years, and maybe you'll agree with me here. I feel like the WrestleMania match is a lackluster match, but then you'll have, like, the next month, like, from Backlash, let's say, yeah. back in the day, or Payback, or whatever, and the match will be fucking a thousand times better, and you're just like, where the fuck was this match a month ago with the yeah. granddaddy of the mall? You know, they, you know, not to say it was a bad match, but, like, this match was fucking great. Just, like, another example of that exact thing happening, back in the, like, and this was, like, a t- this is a terrible example, but it's the same thing, is... Do you guys remember the ECW, the new ECW from like 2006? I try like, to forget that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember they had two factions. They had the orig- the ECW originals and the new breed. You yes. remember that? Oh yes. Um, and they had a match at WrestleMania, and it was a non hard. It was like it was a non regular match. It was a regular match. Yeah. It was like a, a eight man tag. I want to say. And everybody assumed that the new breed was going to win because they were all the young up and comers, yeah. and the you know ECW guys were all old except for RVD, and. The, yeah. And so everybody assumed like that was gonna happen. So, but then the ECW originals won that match, and it was like a quick match, and it was like it was so five bad. minutes. It was really quick. Nothing. And then the next day on the next episode of ECW, they had a rematch, and it was a fucking Extreme Rules match, and it was crazy. 
crazy and was awesome. awesome. And then the new breed one, and I was like, why didn't they just do that at WrestleMania? It was so much cooler. Like they did what ECW was all about. So, but yeah, I totally agree. I don't know if it's like the pressure of WrestleMania and the big crowd and like the acoustics. I I think it has something to do with the crowd being like so big, so big, and the card is also so big that they have to keep all the matches short. Yeah, but you know, it's the same thing. Jericho and Owens at WrestleMania was like it was nothing to write home about. I liked it. It was an average match. It was decent. Um, Underwhelming. This one was so well done. Um, Again, it, it was still stupid. Because it was a Raw <laughs> pay-per-view, and they both are now technically SmackDown guys, so yeah. it was really kind of weird that, like, I was like, oh, man, that was a great match for Raw. Yeah. And then there was nothing on Raw the next day. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, right, right. There's no, yeah. They can't have anything on Raw, so that was a little weird. But, yeah, it was a good end to the Chris Jericho run, um, and it set him up for a good comeback for whenever he does come back. Yeah. And I, I pretty much read already that he's definitely coming back. He's not going to go away. Oh, for, yeah. He's not going away for a year or something. Like he's going to oh, be thank back. God. All right, it sounds good. like he's going to be back in two months after the tour is over. Really? So that'll that's be it? Okay. Fucking great. And he's got a he's got a, a feud already lined up, ready to come back and ready take out go. Kevin Owens. And maybe Kevin Owens will be uh, he'll be WWE champion by that time. Who knows? It, it could be possible. You never Anything know. Anything on SmackDown. All right. Um, jumping ahead to uh, in the payback results, uh, Austin Aries. Um, took on Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. This was a very, very good match. I don't know if you caught this at all. I did. I did. Um, it was really good. It was unfortunately very short, and it had a shit ending with the DQ. Yeah. With uh, Neville lame. pulling the referee, I believe, or something like that. Um, yeah, he messed with the referee and called the bell. Eh, come on, man. It's a, it's a championship match. I know that you're supposed to... Whatever. I don't know. I thought it was a lame duck. I kind of... I kind of like realized it because I've said this on the past. Like when there's this, when there's two competitors, usually, um, and and you, you really can't tell like an like an outcome that makes sense. Like you're like, well, they got to keep one guy protected, but he can't. The other guy also can't lose. So it's one of those matches mm-hmm. where, you know, it kind of makes sense that they did the DQ because, as I I said on my on my diet WWP episode, if Austin Aries loses this, it kind of makes him look like shit. Because yeah. he lost two pay-per-view matches in a row against mm-hmm. Neville. And, like, why does he deserve another opportunity? But at the same time, Neville really deserves to keep the title because he's been so good as the king of the Cruiserweights. Yeah. So this was the, this was done well. This is a good instance of using that. I didn't think of that. But I went with Austin Aries winning. And he obviously, he technically did win. But it was by DQ, so he didn't win the title. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it. And the Cruiserweight division is going to continue to prosper. Obviously, they're going to have another match. They're not, they're not going to just... Give up on Austin Aries? Nah, 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 it was a tainted win. Not. It was a tainted win, and he didn't win the title. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy with this program continuing. Me too. And then even like the next night, uh, Austin Aries defeated uh, TJ TJP. Um, yeah, by the way, not TJ Perkins anymore. It's just TJP. Yeah, I noticed that on the way there, so I'm going to call him that for now on. But uh, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. Uh, Really good, solid match. Also worked on Austin Aries' knee. Austin Aries sold the shit out of it. It was really good at the. uh, He pulled up the upset win, and then at the end of the match, uh, TJP attacked him him and stuff like that. It was really good. Yeah. Um, Well, I I guess we're going to see more of this, which I can't complain about. I love. I'm a big Austin Aries fan. Me too. I have been since TNA and Ring of Honor, so I'm happy. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I'm ex- I'm intrigued to see where this goes. Um, I, yeah, uh, so let's jump ahead on the on the payback card. Uh, the Hardy Boys took on oh, yeah. um, Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, what a match! This was a good match too. What yeah. a match! It was a very man. good match. Oof. Um, Who'd you go with on that one? I went with Cesaro and Sheamus, but I was thinking that maybe too as well. But 
they did well with how they what they ended up going with is after the Hardy Boys did win. And by the way, fucking Sheamus kicking Jeff Hardy's tooth out. That was awesome. That made like 2003 Craig very happy because <laughs> I used to really hate Jeff Hardy back in the day. But I remember I, that. I, I, I've cooled on that in, in the in the in the last couple of years. Um, so. But yeah, that He's was redeemed himself. It was a very good match, and then of course Cesaro and Sheamus turned heel after the match and just attacked them post match, uh-huh. and they came back on Raw, and it was so good. Like yeah. I just liked like their presence as heels. Like Cesaro's been a they heel very well together now. Cesaro's been a heel a bunch of times, so it wasn't anything new for him. But to see Cesaro as a heel was actually quite good. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Tequila, tequila time. It's a. Cinco de... Cinco de... Cin- yeah, well, uh-huh. Cinco de Montezuma's Revenge. Try not to spell it here. Yeah. This is, this is really good for our audio portion. Gulp, gulp. <laughs> oh, we're almost done with it. Oh, no. Yeah. We should have prepped. Oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. All right. All right, cheers. Cheers. Mmm. Woo! All right. So... I really yeah, so I liked it. Like I like their jackets that they were wearing. Like they were yeah. wearing sunglasses. They 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 just look cool. I like I like I like heel Cesaro and I like heel Seamus. Uh, I have such a hard time saying Cesaro and Seamus at the same time. It's weird, right? It's like Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Like so Seamus, they should call him. But uh yeah, I like their heel turn and then um I forget what else they did. I was kinda like waiting for the heel turn the whole time. I'm like they're going to attack them, they're going to attack them, yeah, they, really... they left the ring, and then all of a sudden they came in. I'm like, thank God, man. They were kind of floundering his face tag team. For yeah, they bit. were. Not yeah. to say that they were bad workers, but... Um, they were never going to be number one with the Hardy Boys. Right? No way. There so was no way they were It made sense, them. and especially and because... The Hardys the... need a heel tag team to really right. and, back with And, them. you know, Gallows and Anderson and Enzo and Cass, they've all, like, they, they've had good runs, but they've kind of, like, treaded water for a period of time. Like... Then not, neither yeah. of them are really doing anything like crazy. You're not like I'm not excited to see the club every week. I'm not excited to see Enzo and Cass anymore. Nah, I'm not like either. Cesaro and Sheamus were having very good matches despite their face being face run being a little weak. So I'm I'm more intrigued to just see Cesaro as a heel because he's been a face for a couple years now. Like yeah, I think the last time he was a heel was when he was like first tagging with Tyson Kidd, like at the very beginning of that, and then they just kind of turned face. I think he it was like once he. Had that sh- shoulder injury and right. then came back. Right. That's when he became face, really. And yeah. And got over more. Um, anyway, I was a fucking great match. I'm really loving the Hardy Boys right now. Yeah. I'm, I know they're eventually going to probably go with this broken uh, gimmick. I'm really... I was kind of in a rush for it at first, but I'm really not... I'm kind of, like, enjoying what we got so right now. Like, it'll come eventually, but... You know, yeah, I'm enjoying I, what we have right now. I said now. last week maybe... It'll get tiring eventually. Yeah, I, I said last week maybe they'll... Maybe they'll blow it up now to get more heat, but now that Cesaro and Sheamus have turned heel, they're definitely not doing it now. Um, and they're still super over. They're still super over, but there there will come a time when, as you said, it's going to die off, and you know it's going to get stale, and that and that's exactly when they should pull it off. And I don't know who they take on. Maybe they take on Enzo and Cass there. Maybe that's maybe that's Enzo and Cass's rise to the tag team titles. I don't know. Possibly. Well, we'll see. Um, Next on the show was uh, Alexa Bliss challenging Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, um, my girl Alexa Bliss won. She's the first. I, yeah, dude, I did not see that coming. I, I didn't either. I've read on the dirt sheets the last couple of weeks that the that the match and the outcome had changed like several times in the forty hours, forty eight hours leading up to Payback. So 
I am a little surprised because I kind of thought Bailey would lose the title to Sasha after Sasha turned heel, or Sasha would cost her the title. Because obviously that's the direction that they're going. They're going to go to a Bailey and Sasha program. I'm just surprised that they're at least for now. Are not. they though? Are they really? I feel like Sasha Banks is like so fucking. I don't want to use this word, but like, it kind of is like obsolete, man. She's just like there. Yeah, I just don't see. I feel like she's losing heat like crazy lately. Like she just. Mixing in with the crowd now, like she's a great, good worker. I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna deny that, but like, I don't even care about a Bailey Sasha program anymore. Yeah, I cared back around like WrestleMania. Now I don't even give a shit anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know. That's just my it feeling. Seemed, well, it seemed like they were definitely building toward, it, and then lately they kind of like they took the they took the uh, foot off the pedal, the gas pedal. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if they're still doing that because now it's like now they're teasing like that Nia Jax might be like attacking Alexa, like just teasing, but like not. Yeah. Like, we don't like, really know yet. We don't really know. It's it's very strange, and but like where does Bailey go from this? Like. Maybe she now. I don't know. Maybe she gets her rematch and she challenges her, and maybe Sasha tries to help her and she doesn't want her help. I don't know, but I, yeah, ultimately they yeah. gotta throw Sasha in this program. I mean, Sasha's she's like one of the she's one of the four horsewomen. She's one of the two horsewomen on Raw now. So I uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, I don't even really, really yeah. remember what happened on Raw anyway. Uh, they just had like a ceremony. Well, they ended oh up yeah, Alexa had some for, yeah for Alexa Bliss. She right. stood on their pedestal. She kind of like. Talk down to everybody, all the other divas, and it was kind of stupid. I like that. It, I guess it led into like what an eight man, a six man, a six woman match or something yeah, like that. Six man. Um, oh, eight man. You're right. Eight. Yeah. Eight woman. So like, um, I just like she was just running down all the fucking divas, and all the divas were just standing there except for Bailey. Till eventually she got enough of it, and like they're just like, okay, yeah, I do suck, you know, and like, but I mean, Alexis is fucking on fire on the mic. I love Not Alexa. the best wrestler, great, good wrestler. Yeah, good. Very good, good. good. I'd say good, She's yeah. improving leaps and bounds. Definitely. A great talker, and she's, she's getting over with the crowd. She's a phenomenal character. She just really plays the bitch very well. And that's, very, very well. Sometimes that's all you need to do. You just gotta be, you gotta be convincing, and she is very convincing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the heel team won on Raw. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes, uh, how, how, that, uh, how, that, how that feud continues, and see where... What happens with Bailey in the Raw Women's Championship? But what's up with the, uh, what's up with like the women always losing their titles in their hometown? It seems. Yeah, you know, I just actually like she I'm lost glad, to San Jose. Yeah, I'm glad you hometown. said that because I read that I read a report as to why that happened, and it's because Vince McMahon believes Ugh. believes every almost nine Ugh. times out of ten that somebody returning to their hometown should lose. Not because like they want to, you know, kick like kick the person while they're in their hometown. Like nothing to do with that. But they want to elevate the heel in that moment. So if it's a fate, like they always want to put. And they brought up um, the Sasha lose. Sasha lost in Boston. Charlotte lost in Charlotte. And and Bailey obviously lost in San Jose. Like uh, apparently that's what Vince McMahon thinks. It's more about building the challenger and to get like white hot heat. Because even yeah, it, but- when they were in. For example, when they were in Charlotte, um, uh, Charlotte was defending the title against Sasha, right? And people were rooting for Charlotte, even though she was a heel, right? So to get the reaction that they wanted, they wanted they turned the play, they turned it against it basically, and they went they went with Sasha winning to get like a like, get heel heat, even though she was only a heel in that city. So that's really Vince McMahon's thinking here, and they've always done this. If you think about it, they've always done this. Um, but did they ever? Sometimes my, I do. My, 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 I get that. I get that. It's fine. 
But do they do they ever come back to that town? Like they haven't been in San Jose in ten years, right? So I, I can see I if they really go know. back to San Jose. Bailey gets a rematch against Alexa and gets her uh, cup up. You know, I, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but you know? I, I I'm just like trying to think historically of other instances of this happening, and it just I, it I always it always seems to happen that way. I remember Edge and Cena were feuding over the world title at one point, like in 2005, I want to say, mm. uh, and. You know, Edge beat Cena in Boston to win the title, and then they had a rematch in Toronto the next month, and Cena won the title back. And it was the same thing. Like, they always root for the hometown guy, and they, rather than getting, like, the crazy reaction that the, that the fans really want, Vince McMahon really wants to just elevate the heel of the night. So I don't know why. That doesn't, it doesn't really make sense, because it's going to be a good reaction one way or the other. It's going to be either going to get a ton of heat, or you're going to get a fucking massive reaction. I don't see what the problem is with a face winning in their hometown, because you're going to get a great fucking reaction. So I don't really I know. I think it killed the crowd. It really did. It did kill the crowd. I mean, you well, haven't been to San Jose in ten years. I know I'm harping on this, but... I know I'm Luke Harpering on this, but you know what? I had, they haven't been there in Speaking 10 years, of dude. Luke Harper huh? and Wyatt Family matter, ma- uh, Matters. Uh, family Matters. Get it? I did that? Did you get my like Um, Dude, hmm. all right. Now it's time to talk about this, man. It's time! It's time to talk about the House of Horrors match. The House of Horribleness. Between Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Let's okay. start off with what went wrong let's in the with, beginning. Wait, let's start, <laughs> let's start from the very beginning. Let's go back to the part where this was supposed to be a WWE title. Match. Oh, right, duh. And then Jinder Mahal stole the title. So basically, <laughs> basically Randy Orton's now wrestling on a Raw pay-per-view for no reason. For no reason. He has no contract. He has no contract like stipulation that says, "Well, you gotta wrestle him anyway." He's like, "No, I really, I need to respect really that guy. Like, I don't really need to be here. It doesn't really make sense." I'm a little more pissed at Jinder right now because he stole my title. Oh God, there's so much wrong in this dude. I, okay, so you start with the beginning of it. Okay, so <laughs> this is the worst. This might be the worst wrestling angle. Of all time, guys. I'm putting it up there. This is up there with Katie Vick, man. It's like Katie Vick and House of Horrors, uh, close number two. What about Pujabi match? That was at least an entertaining match. At least it was an arena. It was an arena. It was a match. It It wasn't a movie. It wasn't (laughs) pre-taped. Oh, my God. So, first of all, first of all, okay, we see Randy Orton arriving in a limo to this house in the middle of nowhere. A limo! Purple lights! Ooh, I'm scared of purple. Uh... By the way, a limo. Thanks, by the guys. way, by the way, this house was like three-hour flight away from the arena. It was at night, yet in San Jose, it was still daylight out. Oh, wait a minute! It, it was still kind of twilight <laughs> here in New York during this time. Like, <laughs> like there's no way it was dark there. But it said it was live, though. <laughs> yeah, and then it said it was live. Our tweet went super. You think super... they lied to us? <laughs> I, Fred, I think they lied to us. They had a little oh. live logo in the corner. What the hell? Dude, it was so bad. Like, I saw I saw so many times <laughs> that the cameraman, like, his shadow was in the scene. Did you notice that at all? Like, guy holding the fucking camera with a giant thing on his head. Wasn't there something with, like, a GPS also? Like, wasn't someone I mentioning know, I about a GPS? I like, know, I like, know, oh, yeah. okay, never mind. Oh, my God. And, okay, and... Dude, like you, I know, know, you know my back. you know my issues with WWE things with Bray Wyatt especially. Well, not even that, but like, okay, 
uh, before you press, before you go ahead, on, go ahead, go ahead. I was sitting there in the airport, dying watching this match because I knew how they laid out this match, especially the camera effects, and I knew how, how pissed Craig was going to be while he was watching this. I watched it the night after, so I knew in my mind how much he was pissed off. It's so true, though. So go on, what you want to say? Okay, this is so many things I can talk about. I'm gonna forget things. Okay, let's go with the cinematography first. Let's go with the cinematography. Your favorite right, part. First, of it. it starts off with uh, how many cameras did they have in this fucking house? By the way, fucking shelter. By the way, it's supposed to be scary and spooky, and it's supposed to be ominous. So you telling me that the production crew went there early, set up cameras throughout the house on ceilings and in, in in on the walls, and a handheld camera guy. You had another guy filming the car coming up so there's like yeah. at minimum six cameras for this. this is not paranormal activity yeah it's like if they had done this with a handheld camera the whole time i would have probably accepted it a little bit accepted more. it but no and then they did oh my god fred how many cuts to like weird noises like yeah and they had the piped in music and the piped in sound oh effects and like oh okay i'll even accept i'll accept the the house being like dark Haunted and weird and, and like walking in the that room like with those stuff. hanging like dolls that they had in like right. fine that's i'm okay with like that the door closing by itself and a light switch coming on by right, itself because bray wyatt does that shit I, I'm, I'm okay with that i'm okay with that but with the camera cuts and like just like i'm like so wait so wait a minute so wait a minute you're telling me that the camera crew knew that knew that like that like something would make a weird noise and they knew to cut to it immediately get that ghost in the corner like uh, he's he's there already like what the fuck am i supposed to am i supposed to suspend my belief so much that i'm supposed to believe this is a fucking movie this was such horrible production i'm 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 trying to remember like off the top of my head now if there was a first person camera perspective on randy orton like, where it was, like, Ooh. an actual camera. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. If, like, you're looking through his eyes. Yeah. So there's a camera also implanted in his right. eye. Right, they, they did that with Heath Slater and Rhino yeah, when they went to his house. Pie. Yeah. Uh, or no, was it with July with Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens got the pie in his face. Right, like, this is everything I hate about WWE-produced things, all jammed into one clusterfuck fruitcake piece of shit that I have to watch. This was such garbage. And like, they, had, like, they just happened to have a fucking camera on the roof when Bray Wyatt pushed the goddamn uh, refrigerator on it. Like, they're like, we should put one on the camera here just in case he pushes the front. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's such bullshit. Stop trying to make me feel stupid. I... It was- it if was this was a movie, so if this was a movie, it would have been bad it, already. <laughs> no, well, okay. The, the the cinematography was decent for right, a movie. Right. For a movie. For a movie, sure. Not for a wrestling match. <laughs> not a wrestling match. I'm not watching a fucking movie. I'm watching, I'm watching a WWE seven. pay-per-view. God. A match. God damn. Oh my god. Oh my god. So this was bad, obviously. Um very intense fight. I'll give try to give it some positive Positivity. They didn't even do anything cool. They just threw each other into shit. It was a house. What do you fucking expect? Why you know? couldn't they just actually fight in a house? Ne- like near, like a house. Buy, like rent a house near the arena. It was a U haul. Like it's U haul. The fucking. Like a, they obviously like a, rented this house anyway, so like they might as well have done one near the arena. 
And then they're like, they should have actually just had a handheld camera and let them fight. Why did we need all these special effects? It doesn't come off as real. I know the music wrestling's not. killed it for me. The music and the sound effects, they were so bad. Why do you have to have a soundtrack to a wrestling it's match? It's so fucking stupid. I know this is a long time ago. A lot of people won't even remember this. But 1996. Undertaker versus Mankind in a boiler room match. Right? No sound except for the boilers. Which was going fucking off. great. And you had the Undertaker looking around trying to find Mankind. And the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh fuck, when, when's Mankind going to come out? When's he going to come out? And whatever. And it was fucking suspenseful. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. You know, and then they fought into the ring later on. That's how it should have been done, you know? Not with all this fucking... Like, oh my god, it was so bad. It was so fucking stupid. So anyway, eventually Bray Wyatt throws a fucking refrigerator oh. onto Randy Orton, crushes his soul, apparently. Oh, yeah, I until later did. on, apparently. Then jumps into the limousine that Randy Orton had. The limo driver just stayed there while... Oh, oh before that, Bray Wyatt... Uh, did something and turned the house red, which I don't know even know what that means. Yeah, I, what does that mean? Did he win? Yeah, Apparently yeah. not. Um, Ooh, he can affect lighting. Ooh, so can I. You want to watch? Watch. Yeah. Watch. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Whoa! Oh, Bray Wyatt haunted. here. I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh my god! It's not making me suspend my disbelief this much. I can accept lights going out in the arena and the guy appearing. That's been cool. It's been done. It's been sabooed. It's been Undertaker. Undertaker. It's been done. That's cool. And like a handheld camera in a creepy house is good enough. But I don't need quick cuts to all this other shit happening in in the fucking house. And it was so obviously edited. Like they, I could tell like they were doing fighting and then like they would stop. And then, like, some of the production guys would be like, how about you um, you go over there and you throw them into that next? And they're like, probably like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. And then they cut yeah. and they go back to it. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Like, it was at night. Like, I get it. I get it. San Jose's in California, so it's still bright by the time the pay-per-view goes live on the East Coast. Right, you can't have a, a lighthouse, you know, light setting. Yeah, but, I mean, you could. You could. It should be night, though. I, but then you could. It's if you want to make it before. spooky. Spook, but it wasn't spooky, Fred. If, if that's what you're going for, I'm saying. Well, yeah, sure, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to spinning a little bit so anyway after he turned the fucking Christmas lights on in his fucking house and turned it red he only had one single red bulb right, apparently one. which I don't even know what happened the Randy Orton did he get you know uranium poisoning I have no clue yeah, how he jumps into the limousine and he says Take me to the arena. Yeah, it was such and a... The, the driver just knew where to take him. Right, <laughs> and it was just so stupid because, like... fuck Woods. It, like, Randy Orton... Uh, Randy Orton sitting in the limousine would have been like, all right, okay, like, Randy Orton's a guy who's like, been in the limousine. I'm done. But, like... Take me back. Fucking Bray Wyatt sitting in a limousine was, like, so out of character. It'd be like... So under, out of character. He said, like, Undertaker would be like, take me to the arena, please. Like, <laughs> he was so fucking weird. It's like... Can we stop at Taco Bell, <laughs> I'm really hungry. I need a natural spot grande. Can you find a Chase ATM? I don't want to hit those surcharges, man. Like It's so fucking weird to see Bray Wyatt just sitting there in the thing. Take the driver. Take me to the arena. That's what he said. He said, take me to the arena. Didn't say what arena he was going to. You could have brought him to the Los Angeles right. Kings Right, so then arena. they go to the fucking arena, which is obviously not the same time that they fucking fought. fought. Right, um, right. And, and, you know, whatever. Then they have a match again. Then they finish the match in the ring, which was like another... I skipped this part. I'm, so you might have to leave me off of this. <laughs> like, I'm just looking at the time. The match it says 17-10, note one. The time indicates... One. Hold on, hold on, guys. The time indicates the combined length of the time the match was shown on the show's broadcast. 
at the first part of the match was pre-taped prior to payback at the House of Horrors, and with the second part occurring live in the arena. It is impossible to determine the exact length of time that the match was taped for during filming, which took place un- at the House of Horrors. It was so Horrors. bad, it was untimable. <laughs> they could not put a stopwatch They broke match. the time-space continuum. That's how bad it was. Doc Brown always advises against that. Exactly. It's so fucking stupid. And then, so then, not even that. So Randy Orton somehow manages to still be in the arena at the exact same time, even though he had a fucking refrigerator thrown at him. He had to go back. The little definitely left right away when Bray Wyatt won. So what did he do? Was he fucking holding on to the fucking, the bumpers the whole way? How the fuck did Randy Orton get there? Anyway, whatever. Randy Orton, and then guess what? Randy Orton still almost wins. Even though he got a fucking, he got his ass kicked in the goddamn house of Did he even look bruised or bloody or anything like no. that? I mean, only a refrigerator fell on his fucking head. But and okay. I swear to God, he didn't look sweaty at all. Like, even though it, like, took place the whole time. I was like, they no defi- dirt, I'm like, def- no they, they definitely just poured marks. water on him to make him look sweaty. <sighs> well, he, oil, he oils up anyway. So, I, and then, and then, rock. like, even then, they can't give Bray Wyatt a fucking clean win here. Of he, course not. Fucking Jinder fuck? Mahal and the fucking Bollywood boys have to fucking interfere. And then Bray Wyatt, after getting triple team. Oh, man, whoa, I'm so happy Bray Wyatt got that win, Great, man. thank you. I'm so fucking happy. Jinder Mahal already had, quote unquote, heat for stealing the title. You really didn't need him in this fucking match. And you could have led this on to SmackDown two days later, people. You could have started the new program fresh and clean. You could have gave Bray Wyatt the clean win because the next night on Raw, which we'll get to. Yeah, we might as well go to it now. Might as well go to it. Uh, let's go to something really good that happened on Raw. Yes, please. Which was the main event of Raw. It was a triple threat match for the Intercontinental number one contendership for the Intercontinental Championship. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Now, this was a little bit of an odd situation considering... As you complained on Twitter, and I agree as well, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor were complaining about the uni- they wanted a Universal Championship match, right. and Dean just came out and just said, "Hey, you guys can fight for the Intercontinental Championship." Right. Where, where's Brock Lesnar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they whatever. Let's get, whatever. That was stupid. So let's just get to the match, which was awesome. Mike, I was sitting on the fucking plane, like trying so hard not to mark out at how good this match was. It was great quality match. Uh, really, like Miz was holding, like Miz was being an, uh, was being old school heel, running out of the ring, being a coward like he is. Uh, Finn Balor, fucking on point. Seth Rollins doing great. It's a very good match on Raw. Miz got the win uh, because Seth Rollins got a urinagi from uh, Samoa Joe um, on the outside, and, and then Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt interfered and attacked Bray uh, Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. Gave him the sister Abigail. Leaving Miz really the only guy not fucking attacked, so he got the cheap win. Which is fine for right. Miz. This is fine for Miz. Yeah, I mean... Because he's a chicken chip There's no deal. reason that Seth Rollins or, Bra- or Finn Balor should be fighting for the Intercontinental title chip at title anyway. Right. So I'm okay with that. And Dean and Miz have been kind of feuding anyway, so it just makes sense. Right. I kind of thought that they were going to go with a Finn Balor-Bray Wyatt thing, because when Bray went to Raw... I think he interrupted a Finn Balor promo, I believe. That's how it started. I it was believe. like a weird like Y2J, Finn Balor, kind of like, like a yeah. highlight reel type of thing. Something like, like that. Weird, right? It was yeah. weird. Yeah, so um, anyway. Um, yeah, and then so Randy Orton. How awesome would that, sorry, Craig, but how awesome would that have been if he got the clean win against Randy Orton, 
a, a world champion, yeah, and then fought a former Universal champion yeah, going into Raw, Finn Balor. What's the issue with Bray Wyatt going over clean here? What's the issue? I want to know. Issue? The title's not on the line. <laughs> Once this feud's over, these guys are going their separate ways. One's going to Raw, one's going to SmackDown. There was no reason to get Jinder Mahal involved. He already had the title. He already has his title opportunity. The Bollywood Boys, nobody gives a fuck about them, or whatever they're calling the Sign, the Sign Brothers, the Sing Brothers. Whatever. Kind of reminds me of Edge with the Edge heads. Yeah, like these I guess. two random guys, you know. Whatever. I don't. I have no problem with them. I, I have more of a problem with Jinder Mahal being a fucking number one contender. Whatever. Anyway, we all bitched about that last week or two weeks ago. Um, let's. So what else we got? We got we got the rest of the card here uh, from Payback. Um, By the way, I had been doing terrible throughout the the show. The predictions. I picked I pick Kevin Owens, he lost. I picked Aries, he technically won, but it was by DQ, so he didn't win the title. I picked Cesaro and Sheamus, they lost. I picked <laughs> Bailey, she lost. But Bray Wyatt, I got right. I'm so happy, I was so right with my tainted win of that yeah. one. Uh, yeah, so next was Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about you, but this one, uh, it was okay. Well, what ha- I think what happened is that the crowd was dead. From the crowd things, Bailey losing. Yeah, we, 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 we also didn't talk about the fact that they shat all over the House of Horrors match. Oh, they did. Rightfully oh, so. I gotta give San Jose a lot of credit. San Jose is not known as a good wrestling town. You know, it's not one of the traditional no. like you know rap, rap rowdy. Like Boston or Chicago, New right, York, New York, whatever. Like San Jose, nobody thinks of San Jose as one of those crowds, but they were fucking great this night. They were really into the show. Until until Brit, those House of Horrors match, but then yeah. they shit all over it. So I got to give them a lot of credit. Yeah. So like you know Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins kind of had like a hard time going into this because now they got to pick up the crowd again. Yeah. And um, I think they did a good job. I don't think it was like the greatest match. I'm yeah, it was okay. starting really not to care about Seth Rollins anymore. Yeah. That's uh, what I was saying last week. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just it just seems he's like one he's, of those guys. If he doesn't have the title. And he's not like in the high profile match. Or like I a heel. Like I kinda don't care. He probably is a good guy and he's such he's a good heel. But I think he's I have, a lot lackluster face. Yeah, you know what? I think he would be good. He he's one of those guys who should just be a dick. But as a face. There's nothing wrong with being a dick as a face. Like look at true. Austin Aries. Austin Aries is not a traditional face right now. It's true. But he's he's been very good as a as a we, kind of like a cocky jackass face. Yeah, I agree. Um, and like Seth Rollins as a heel is phenomenal. He's like one of the best heels they have. But as a face, he's just kind of like he's just there, you know. He's I just know. like, and, and you know, the whole storyline of how he turned face was because of like he basically wanted Triple H to heal out with him. And, he, and Triple H just healed out on him instead, you know what I mean? Like, Well, he was tired of carrying him, I guess, you know, Triple H and yeah. stuff like that. And he wanted him to stand on his own two feet. And uh, unfortunately, got attacked from Triple H. And then the whole thing, I think, what killed him really was the whole Triple H food, which was good if they had cut it into not fucking eight months of not seeing Triple H. Right. But if they cut it to four months right. where you saw Triple H sporadically here and there... Uh, that really killed him because he had no, he had real no, I no just, real. I feud actually just listened to our, I just listened to our old episode called "Where the Fuck Is Triple H?" <laughs> Where the fuck is Triple H? Like, exactly. And so Seth Rollins is stuck feuding with Stephanie McMahon, which does nothing for anybody. No, because they can't have, they can't do anything in the ring. Together. You can't beat him, her up. She's gonna fucking emasculate anybody that makes fun of her for anything. Because God forbid, there's a fucking comeback on Stephanie fucking tits McMahon. So. He kind they of, are very nice, though. They, they, um, they're they very, are. They're, they're very nice. They, they are. I just they, fucking 
remnants of tequila on my fucking computer. All right, Fred. Uh, oh no, this podcast is going down. Um, I'm trying to remember this match. I mean, it, it's kind of it was kind of a forgettable match on a on a. Uh, you know, I know you said you kind of liked the pay-per-view, but I kind of thought it was, it was, it had its good moments, but I thought it was kind of a forgettable pay-per-view altogether. I don't know, man. I mean, you had, I think you had Owens, Owens Jericho was a fabulous match. The Hardy, Shane Cesaro, right. awesome match. Uh, Alexa Bliss, who were big fans of, won the title. I thought that was a really solid match. Uh, House of Horrors sucked, but we all knew that. Right. And uh, Rollins, Joe, I mean, you really can't go wrong. I mean, like, you know... It was. It is what it is. I mean, I'm no, a big right. Joe fan. Uh, and then the last match, which we'll talk about, surpassed my expectations by leaps and bounds. So maybe we should just go into that instead. I mean, was there any ramifications? We already talked about the ramifications of the Joe Rollins match. The next night on Raw, uh, Joe cost uh, Rollins the number right. one contendership to right. the IC Championship. Right. So I guess they'll keep feuding. I, uh, whatever. I need, you know what I mean? I need more of Samoa Joe in the fucking ring. Because right now, all he does is fucking attack people and doesn't have fucking matches. And he, he has, like... Has, no? Yeah, for a little bit. He did, like, when he first came onto the Raw roster. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, he attacked Big Cass two weeks ago. And, like, for whatever fucking reason, mm. nobody ever explained why he did that. Like... Like, why he got involved in the fucking big cast and, and the club feud, I don't know. Yeah, and then this week, he just he didn't have a match, and he attacked Seth Rollins. Like, yeah. I need him in the ring. Like, I get he's supposed to be, like, a fucking enforcer, the destroyer, but whatever. I, I don't know. It was a little weird. It was a little weird. Um, but yeah, let's, let's jump into the main event of, uh, of Payback, which, again, I don't... Like, I said this, I said this on my Diet WWP episode, like... For me, a, a, a pay-per-view should always be revolve around a world title match, you know? Right. And Brock Lesnar's not here, and they pulled the stipulation from the Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton feud for, for it, so it's not non-title. So, like, I was kind of going in, I'm like, I don't even fucking care. But then, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns ended up having a very good, like, 11-12 minute match that was actually exceeded my expectations, like... By a long shot, this was this was the best Roman Reigns match. Now, I know, since fought AJ I know you Styles. said Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens was like the best match. It was probably the best technical match, best like ring quality match. But this was the best entertaining match. This was such Braun a good match. It's fucking awesome, dude. Braun has been the MVP of Raw since 2017 started by far. There's nobody. There's nobody else even close. God damn, he is fucking awesome. Uh, and Roman Reigns, to his credit, we're not. Of course, we hate him. But to his credit, he played the role that he played he did. perfectly. He did. He came in injured. He played he the face win. in peril, and he did it well. He did it I'll, well. I'll, I'll, I'll give really him that. He really didn't get much offense at all. He really didn't at all. Really no, it was anything. really it was all Braun for 12, 11, 12 minutes. Yeah, you know, give Braun Roman credit for main eventing a pay per view. Yeah, with really. A shit show like Roman Reigns. Really, and like the crowd is fucking eating it up, man. Uh, I mean, of course, the weeks leading up to it, he fucking demolished. Roman Reigns fucking threw a, a, the ambulance over. Then, you know, exploded the ring with Big Show. Even the dumpster match. I mean, they've been doing a... If there's one thing they've been doing, they've been building Braun fucking amazing. Yeah, I my... my it must be a fluke. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm, I'm very excited about it now... But I've been I've been led down this path before. I've been I've seen this before. They've done this with Rusev. They've done this with Nexus. They've done this with 
other guys. They've built them up to this level where, like, like the internet wrestling crowd, like you and me, like, w- people who don't like the main guys, the guys who don't like Cena, the guys who don't like Roman, the guys who like Edge, the guys who like, you know, Kurt Angle. Like, they, yeah. they, they, they give us, like, this little bit of, they give this this little bit of faith that, like, okay, they're going to take the booking in the right direction. But ultimately, it all is going to come down to building up Ro- uh, Braun Strowman for Roman Reigns to knock him off his pedestal. Right, right. And so, like, it's hard for me to enjoy it too much because I know it's going to be over in a month or two when they kill it. Because that's what they do. Mm. They do it all the time, dude. They do it all the time. I've seen it a million fucking times. I just know eventually Braun Strowman is going to lose to Roman Reigns in some high-profile match, maybe for the title. I don't know, I don't know how they get the title on Braun, but... I, if you ask me, Braun Strowman has to win the WWE uh, Universal Title. I was just going to say that. He has I, to. After this match. He deserves it. After, he absolutely deserves after it. After this match, I soared in my head the landscape of what was going to happen. Brock's going to fight, I think. Finn Balor, I think. Right? Well, Seems like Finn Balor. Well. Oh, and he's going to face Bright. But I mean. No, no, well, I was going to say that Braun's going to win the title at some point. Okay. All right. Then Roman Reigns will get his revenge. Which is fine because he's been getting the shit kicked out of him, and yeah. I'll accept the fact that Roman Reigns will beat Braun Strowman at some point. I'm okay. Listen, listen, it is what it is. But if you know, hopefully, I don't know if they'll get him over. But if they're going with Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, I see the thing being that Braun wins the title, Roman wins the title from Braun, finally gets his you know revenge, and then Brock Lesnar will want his rematch. I guess it's a long game. It's it, it, it's a long game, but at the same time, it's like I've seen it a thousand times. Like I know, I don't know if Braun recovers after that. You know what I mean? Like they they've done this before. They've done it so many times. Like uh, they they build a guy up just for the Superman to fucking beat him. They've done it with Cena a thousand fucking times. How many times has Cena beaten some undefeated wrestler? He did it to Rusev. He did it to other guys. Like. He did it to the Nexus. Nexus was like 20 guys in the fucking Nexus. Nexus was, was fucking white hot heat coming out every week. And then Cena fucking beat them in like a fucking, like a pay-per-view match. Like like a five-on-one match. Like, yeah, and just that. killed it. Killed Wait, it. I can't remember that. Um, Alright, I mean, I'll accept the fact that the face is going to have to get his revenge. I will, but it's it's my my problem is it's, it's going to be it's going to be dick. it's going to be the for the title and if it's going to be for the title and then it means and you know the thing is Braun was so in San Jose again a non wrestling crowd was so into Braun and so against Roman Reigns during this whole match and that like when he won it was like it was like uh, it was it was like a, like the the crowd exploded it was like it was like you know like I heard it's a very Samoan type of uh, area too like there's a like, really like I, a big uh, some, uh, that's why I, I guess that makes sense I mean on the Stone Cold podcast I was listening to uh, that it's actually like more of like a, there's like like a big Samoan population over there which right, is right continuously odd. yeah 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 for sure so yeah. I, the fact that somehow Braun Strowman is still more over than Roman Reigns after how many years of Roman Reigns being pushed down our throats as a, as the face of the company like I, I yeah the Braun has been around for like what since I mean he's in the Wyatts and nobody gave a shit about him so like you really when, only when did he t- start the job or stuff when he got drafted to Raw all right so it's been a little over a year. Not even, not even. When, uh, when was that? Br- it happened in the fall, right? I don't. Yeah, I think so. Whenever right. SmackDown Live after started, after SummerSlam or before SummerSlam, something like that. Right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's been it's, less than a year, and Braun's over like fucking crazy. Like, uh, like uh, that's really like that's I, I'm thinking like in the moment right now it was fucking awesome, and then after the match, 
they uh, they showed Roman Reigns like he he's fucking spitting up blood on the like spit up blood on the wall and stuff, yeah. and then Braun tried to attack him again, going into the ambulance, and like Braun like ran through the ambulance door, and Roman yeah. got out of the way. Um, so neither of them were on Raw the next day, which kind of sucked. I kind of wanted some kind of surprise. Braun it. wasn't. Yeah, he was selling like a shoulder injury. I was kind of watching, and it looked like he really kind of fucked up his arm. It was kind of scary looking. Like, hmm. like he just kind of he went full force. He's he's like a four hundred pound guy. Yeah, full force into a fucking ambulance store. I'm sure that probably actually did hurt. Probably, um, but at the same time, I'm sure they want to continue this feud, and they didn't want to just throw Braun out there to kill some more guys. Yeah, the no day point, after, like. You know? The day after having a, a, a big war with Roman. So I guess, I'm just, I, you know, I, I'm just, it's hard for me to ever get excited about somebody beating a guy I really fucking hate. Because this is what happens. Because they're going to build him up, they're going to build him up to a certain point, and then Roman's going to beat him. And it's just, it's been three years of Roman Reigns being shoved down our throats. And what have they accomplished as making him the face of the company? He's had a couple good matches, sure. But with I mean, good guys, though. Yeah. Like AJ Styles. AJ Styles is going to have a great match with anybody. Right. That's not really saying much. AJ Styles had a great match with Shane McMahon. I mean, R- really? That says nothing. Right. That says nothing. Like, Braun Strowman has had good matches with Big Show. So. Yeah. So, so, and Kalisto. So, I mean, let's give let's give Braun Strowman a little credit here. I've given him a lot of credit. Yeah. I think he's been fucking fabulous. No, he's been great. I, I, I couldn't think, I, I think, I didn't think I'd like him more. But I've, somehow I have. Yeah, somehow I, I do love Braun Strowman. Somehow, despite all, all my like prior history of hating big hosses like him, yeah, like I really like Braun Strowman. It's yeah. kind of hard to believe. He's a very agile and very he's very convincing fucking big guy. So I, I like him. Um, so yeah, that I mean that's payback for you. I mean, uh, I, I, let's just go through what else that happened on Raw. See if we missed anything. Uh, we talked about the six uh, eight woman tag match. Mm. Yeah, uh, they had some cruiserweight six man match on Raw. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. anything worth talking about. Sheamus and Cesaro cut their heel promo. I hate to bring this up every week. Can we talk about how annoying Dean Ambrose is? Oh my God! Yes, please. Yeah. By the way, so uh, again, uh, again, the whole I love point, talking about how bad I hate. The whole point of Dolphin the, the Raw pay per view being so fucking stupid because there's two SmackDown guys wrestling on it, and then eventually became three SmackDown guys, <laughs> and then you have Finn Balor, The Miz, and Dean Ambrose, three of the newest acquisitions of Raw, plus you know, yeah, you know, and then that, yeah, right, and they didn't have a fucking match. They didn't have a fucking match at the pay-per-view. You're telling me Dean Ambrose, Finn Balor, and The Miz? Like, it wasn't worth giving them a quick fucking match? You couldn't throw that on the pre-show instead of the fucking stupid and end zone cast match that nobody gave a shit about? Like, why couldn't they... Uh, uh, Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Start talking about Dean Ambrose. So. Oh, God. He was... (sighs) He went back. He did. Every, every, Every other week. We don't know which Dean Ambrose we're going to get. We're going to get the cool, like, angry Dean Ambrose, or are we going to get the fucking gay, goofy, uh, jokes one? What did we have this week, Fred? Oh, we had the fun, jokey guy, dolphin fucker. <laughs> so he makes the match. He, I quote-unquote, calls Kurt Angle to let him know this is going to be a number one contendership. You know how I like to point out things that don't actually really happen? They showed him from the side of the screen, mm-hmm. and his fucking dial page was still on his iPhone. Like, yeah, the, so fuck you. Showed the screen, he wasn't on a phone call. You should have called your bitch Renee Young, at least. you. Make this believable. Call your girlfriend or something and pretend you're talking to Kurt Angle. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. 
So they have like backstage segments with Seth. He has sex backstage. Blah, blah, blah. Backstage segments with Seth Rollins. They said first. backstage sex. I'm like, what? He did. He did have backstage <laughs> sex with Finn Balor. I totally missed that. <laughs> Brought the demon out of him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Got red hot. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. So first he goes, he pretends he has his, he's a newscaster. He's like, what do you think about you? And he's like, you know, Seth Rollins wasn't taking it and whatever. And then, oh, God, Finn Balor is walking out to his match. This fabulous fucking match. And he just stands there. And he gives him, he's like, oh, look at you, you're so skinny. You don't need any carbs, blah, blah, blah. Here, have a donut. That, that's we really, that's funny. And I, I, I think about this. I think about this every week, Craig. And I think I've kind of got what's going on. Remember when Stone Cold was like 2002, 2001-ish? He was acting all like silly and like singing songs and like yeah, starting yeah. to go crazy and all heel, that heel Stone Cold in the Alliance, yes. Right. Yes. This is like Stone Cold light. Right. But Stone Cold was so over... over. And he was so crazy and funny that like him being kind of goofy was almost kind of like it was almost kind of like like I don't really know what to do here, you know? Because it was like it was like he was like, "What? Why did you sing Kumbaya?" And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you were kind of like, uh, "Okay, I'll sing uh, it." Right? Sure, uh, sure, Stone Cold. Like, but yeah. you would do it because you were afraid of what he was gonna do. Like, but you also had like Kurt Angle by his side, like making us laugh with the little tiny right. cowboy hat, all that stuff. I think they're trying to push us in that direction where he's supposed to be like the rebel guy who's funny and goofy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm not no. working for no, me. No, it is not fuck working. You, Dean, it's fucking terrible. Fuck you, Dean is Cinco so. Mayo, fuck you. I fucking hate Dean Ambrose. And then I go like we were talking more than Roman two I'll weeks ago. Say that. No, whoa, that's that's. Funny. I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going with that? Two weeks ago, we were talking about how great it's close. We were talking about how great his promo on Miz TV was, and now we're yeah. back two weeks later. You know, fucking Dean Ambrose, fucking commit to a character. Stop alternating between cool and goofy. Like either be fucking Roddy Piper. Or be fucking, I don't know, Mankind with fucking Mr. Socko. Right. Like, not, not early Mankind, like later goofy ma- yeah. Mankind. Like, be one of them. Don't be both. They don't work as both. Right, exactly, my friend. Exactly. Um, so bad. And what do so you get? Bad. A couple little giggles from the crowd? I mean, like, you could still Nobody get a- thought that was funny. I'm sorry, the donut joke was fucking terrible. I cringed. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm a wrestling fan. Oh my god, that's... <laughs> you know what it made me think of? You remember Cr- when Krusty... I want to hit push that. Remember, <laughs> remember when Krusty was like eating... He was doing a commercial for cr- the Krusty Burger. And he's like... Mm, mm, mm. I was thinking of Finn Balor. Like as soon as the camera went to the thing, he was like... <laughs> what is that made out of? Out of poison? <laughs> oh God, this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Uh, what what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tweet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That was with their uh, when they lost the rights to Itchy and Scratchy, <laughs> and they had that like Russian cartoon, Russian cartoon. Like, oh, Inky and Binky or something. <laughs> what the hell was that? His cigarette in his mouth and just like the ashes. He's like, <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, so anyway, I I had to have an episode of WWP where I talk about Dean the Dolphin oh fucker God. and how. Can I can I say something that like was actually kind of decent on Go Raw? For it. Um, I I'm 
throwing it out there early, I'm kind of like the Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil like weird alliance right now. <laughs> like, I don't think you're drunk. <laughs> you're fucking drunk. Yes! Yeah! You're drunk. <laughs> you make me wanna rap. <laughs> I like you the best of all. <laughs> Go, go ahead, drink your swish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm going to throw it out there because <laughs> Apollo Crews is just like like a clean-cut, boring face, right? Yes. He's very clean-cut. He's, like, he's still not? Ah, I'm, I'm a good wrestler. <laughs> no, no, he is. I haven't watched it. And the Titus O'Neil is like all in his Titus brand fucking crap. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, believe in the Titus brand. Like, what brand? There's no brand. <laughs> There's no but brand like, except for, like, for some reason, the channel. For some reason, like Titus O'Neil helped hit, help Heath Slater lose the match against Apollo Crews on Raw. Yeah. And then he's like taking selfies with him in the ring mm-hmm. and like fucking fucking <laughs> I love Apollo Crews' face. He's just kinda like, huh? Okay. <laughs> like, is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of accepting it even though he doesn't really want it. I don't know. I feel like this is gonna work out good. You remember like when we liked Titus O'Neil versus Rusev for some reason? We liked that feud, you remember? <laughs> We liked it for some reason, and then and then it was just over. Like I, this kind of reminds me of that. I'm like, I feel like I'm, what are we smoking? <laughs> I don't know. Right, no, that was good. I, mean, I feel like I'm gonna kind of like this little program, and it's gonna lead to a feud between the two of them. Obviously, I, I don't know. I'm just digging it right now. I, I thought it was good. We're just like we've never been excited for a Titus O'Neil match before in the history of this podcast. Uh, oh I, man, Matsuma is giving us his revenge. Um, yeah, so let's go. And it, so, on SmackDown? What, what do we got on time? Yeah. yeah, we had a singles match between uh, Jinder What's Mahal and Sami Zayn. I think we're at like 53 minutes. Oh, dude, I'm fucking right on it. Dude, you're time. really on. I'm really good at that. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're approaching that. Yeah, I mean, Jinder Mahal is the number one contender for the WWE title. We've talked about it a lot. It makes sense for him to beat Dal- uh, Sami Zayn here. Yeah. Um, I, I like Sami Zayn a lot, but, you know, Sami Zayn right now is fodder for... For main event talent, so yeah, it makes sense. Jinder Mahal, you know, I, w- I kind of want to give the guy a chance, and I heard a reason why they gave him a WWE title shot. I just read it on the dirt sheets today. Um, is because Vince Steroids. McMahon now no longer views pay per views aside from like the big four. He doesn't view them as pay per views anymore. They're calling them network specials, so now they can yeah, be more. True. They can be more experimental th- with it, like. They said if this was still in, right. in the $60 WWE pay-per-view era, that this wouldn't be happening. But because it's like, everybody's like, see you're paying you're paying 10 bucks a month, let's try Jinder Mahal in this spot. And he's not going to win the fucking title. He's not winning the title from Randy Orton. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. Anything can happen, dude. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Do tell, Fred. No, I'm just saying anything can happen. So that's all you got for me. All right. No, nah, really, I don't. I don't have any rumors. Fred didn't watch SmackDown, so <laughs> no, nah, I don't. Let's but, just get into the heat. Listen, I don't read the dirt sheets and shit like that, so I try to keep it like you know surprising. Uh, Ty Dillinger had a singles match against uh, Aiden English. Uh, wow. Uh, I mean, they're just building up Ty Dillinger now. Um, for I don't know what re- where SmackDown was held um, this week, um, My but ass. the crowd sucked. Uh, Fresh, Fresno. Fresno, California. So it was close by to San Jose. Yeah, the crowd was fucking dead this show. Like, they were not even into Ty Dillinger. They were, like, they were barely doing the 10 thing. I was like, this crowd sucks. But I, I kind of like Aiden English. I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping Aiden English gets, like, an opportunity now that Simon Gotch is fired. Because yeah, he's doing that, I'm singing gimmick. And I don't know why, but I fucking laugh hysterically every fucking time he does it. Because he's just, 
He's so into himself, but he's yeah. so fucking terrible. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of like a likable heel because he's just so fucking terrible and yeah. he sings about himself. I don't know. That's what he did in NXT. I mean, he got over it. Right, before like the Vaude Dillons. So, yeah. You know, and stuff. I mean, it's it's fine. I have no problem with Aiden English. Um, yeah, and then. Whatever. And then uh, he was like crying backstage and Jericho put him on his list before Jericho got injured. Um. Uh, Naomi, Charlotte, uh, Naomi and Charlotte faced Natalia and Carmella. Um, the week before, Charlotte got her women's, uh, championship match against Naomi, mm. and that women, I, I forget what they're calling them, like, the, the group of basically everyone besides Charlotte and Naomi. The shit turns out. Um, cost Charlotte the match, um, so now, I guess Charlotte, Charlotte kind of turned face kind of randomly here. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm okay with that, you know, um, She'll it's make weird. it work. Um, I get, like, you know, like, on Facebook, you get, like, sponsored, um, like, ads every once in a while, like, that mm. just says, like, sponsored over, and you're like, why is this on my newsfeed? So one of them was for the Coliseum show at Raw a couple weeks ago for the, um, the first, the draft, uh, not the draft, the, um, the um, Superstar Shake-Up. Yeah. And Charlotte was the one promoting it, and she was, like, talking super facey. She's like, hey, guys, did you know that WWE is coming back to the Nassau Coliseum? Well, boom, now you know. And I was like, she said it in, like, such a face manner, I was like... That was so weird to hear Charlotte not being, like, a cunty bitch. And I was like, I kind of want to see Charlotte do that. And then, like, two weeks later, here she is. She's a fucking face on SmackDown now. And I'm... Yeah. I'm kind of... I'm okay with that. I kind of want to see what she's got as a face. Well, you got, like, you know, the three uh, heels already. You got Natalia, you got Carmella and Tamina, and then you got the three faces, Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. So, I mean, you know, you can't... You know, what are you going to have? Everybody heal? I mean, I guess it makes sense. And... She'll make it work. Ric Flair was a heel and a face, too. I mean, you know, so... And he made it work. Yeah. Fine, you know? Yeah. It's fine. The only problem I have with it is, though, Charlotte is clear-cut the best women's wrestler on SmackDown, and now she's a face, and so is Naomi, so they're probably not going to have another singles match, right? I don't know. Like... I don't know where it's going to lead to. Like, where does Charlotte get her women's title match? Because... Charlotte deserves a women's title on SmackDown. Let's let's be honest. Didn't she get it when she beat Naomi the other week? Or no? No, no. The she got a title shot. She did, right? but the heels interfered. So I don't know. But she was still yeah. technically a heel at that point until all the other heels attacked her. You know, kind of made oh, her okay. by de facto face by mm-hmm. by getting fucking triple teamed by a bunch of. Others. I'll let it ride. I'll let yeah, it ride. we'll see where that goes. See what happens. It's still very early. You know, backlash is uh, still a couple weeks away, so we don't really know what they're going to do yet. Uh, Ziggler faced Sinkara. By the way, I, I this was a very good match. But, like, I, I, I find it very hard to believe that Ziggler took, like, ten minutes to beat Sin Cara. Like, it's a it, shame that Ziggler is just, like, not... I thought his heel turn was really gonna fucking, like, elevate his game on SmackDown. Yeah. You know, SmackDown kind of, like, made a couple guys, you know, like, they made, you know, Baron Corbin. They kind of brought Miz back into, the, you know, out of obscurity. Someone's and, got a hard-on for fucking Ziggler, I, I, am, I swear. You mean they don't have a hard on for him because like no, I mean like they don't like him you know when people say that they're like oh he's got a hard on for me and stuff like that I've never heard that expression really? other than I've heard hard on for like I, they want to bone him and like they like him uh oh what's going on here well I've heard that phrase a lot about oh. myself oh. oh shit what you've got a hard on for who no. well, well let me no. ask you let me ask you what oh, did, what, shit. what did no. they say oh, about God. you Fred Fred what did they say about you they said they had like a hard on for me which I thought meant like they didn't like me but now it means like they want to like wait was it they a wanna, were, were they, they dudes I, I don't I plead the fifth goes oh, to five guys burgers and fries <laughs> 
Let's just say it was more than three. Was it less than six? It was a baker's something. Dozen? Shit. You got the joke. Oh, man. All right, well, so let's move on, please. I, I don't want to, like... I don't want to get into this right now. I mean, we really I've, been, I've been pretty good for like an hour, dude. I don't really want to like. No, you did well. Um, we I think we, we I, covered I, pretty much everything that's happened in the last I week. I thought we did good. I thought we did good. It got a little out of hand there in the last thirty seconds. <laughs> we had a little confusion going on between you and me. I just thought maybe like I don't know. There's no confusion between the two of us. Let's just put that out there what, right now. What do you mean? There's a confusion with me. I did not say that. Oh. I'm are, you, are you confused? No, I'm not confused. Okay. I think I got everything straightened out in Nashville. <laughs> Emphasize the word straight. <laughs> and Nash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know now Na Kevin Nash is doing our intro this week now. <laughs> you ain't gonna be in the Royal Rumble this week. You know my wrestling news. No, rich wrestling I fuck it. Fuck it. I fucking hate Kevin Nash. Mm. That's true. Fred's first tweet was about Kevin Nash. And my first, one of my first quick jabs. One of his first boners, too. Uh, what? What? Huh? Homo says what? That, what? Nothing? No, I didn't say anything. Oh, my God. You, you don't talk clearly when I, like, when you say something. So I just think, like, like what did I think you I say? Think That's all. Clear. What? Nothing, nothing. Okay. All right. Fine. Just, just let it, just, just let it be out there, man. I don't know what's wrong with you. You know, you sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta let it. You know, you just whip it out and just let it be out there. I, I like to whip it out. You know, like just let things ride. You know, just let it happen. Hang loose, right? It, let it hang loose. Let it hang hard. Let it like, let Wang? Did you say wang? <sighs> No, I no, I'm oh, not. Oh my god! Why are you saying point? fuck me? Who is it? Every time the hour passes, I know it, it, things it's get that, fucking confusing. It gets, <laughs> there's nothing confusing. You can say it but gets what? weird, but like, like what's confusing about it? Are Fred, are you confused? I'm confused. What's going on right now? Because I'm having a lot of conflicting thoughts in my head, and, and like we had Matsuma, we had beer. I I just don't. So want you're it. so you're saying you had like you had buy drink. You had some buy drinks here, like you had like you had a couple drinks. So you had you, you know you had two types of liquor. You had you know you had you had some right. hard alcohol. You had some beer. So you could say you're a little buy, right? Yeah, exactly. I okay. could say that for sure. You know, like you know for sure, buy drunk, whatever. You know? Yeah. Okay. You know, but um, you know, are you bisexual? Ah, dude. The only thing I like is fucking puss. <laughs> I'm all about the tang, baby. Don't ever confuse that ever again. Okay. All right. I'm going to slam that ass. A girl's ass. Uh, okay. Please thank you. I'm so happy you specified there. <laughs> XY chromosomes. Oh, man. When I see that girl, I'm like, boner time in my pants stuff. <laughs> What's so funny, dude? No, no, no. no Isn't no. that how guys talk about girls? Yes. I've always been in... Yes, that's exactly how guys talk about it. I'm just like, I'm gonna fucking lay her down and, like, slam stuff. Dude, well, let me ask you a question, Fred. Um, <laughs> um, yeah? Um, when you look at a girl, do you, do, do, like, are you just like, do you love their cheekbones? 
Like, are you looking at their jawline? I look at, like, um... What about their Adam's apple? Well, you gotta love the Adam's apple. I mean, you know what that means when they got an Adam's apple, right? Mm-hmm. They can go. No, I don't think anyone knows what that means. Well, they have Adam's apples. Everybody does. Well, I mean... Right? Well, they do, but I mean... You know, historically speaking, and uh, you know, generally speaking, hmm. um, usually you don't notice that on 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 um, women. That's usually a, like a guy thing that you notice Adam's apple. No, that's not true, dude. No, I okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up later. Because hmm. if so, then I got a lot of phone calls to make. And just make sure you, just make sure you have your private browser on. Okay. Okay. Just I'm just I'm looking out for you. The NSA is looking out for shit like that. <sighs> oh, fuck. All right, I got a lot to do this weekend. Yeah. Just stay away from my profile, my Facebook profile, okay? Okay. Okay. Don't look up Tyler, either. I won't. All right. I'm sweating here all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> all right, guys. I think we should wrap it up now. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's, let's, how many weeks do we have until Backlash? Let's, uh... Let's I look. mean, like, when you... You didn't think, like, when Roman Re- I mean, when Braun Strowman came out, like, you didn't think, like, how, like, big and, like, big he was... Like, did you even admire his physique or anything like that? Or nope, like, not like at big, all. Yeah, like, big. He's so big, dude. Like, I don't know. I just think he's great, you know? I mean, he's... That's, like, my, fa- that's like my favorite part of him. <sighs> that's your favorite part of him? Is that he's How big large? He is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, he's a big dude, so, like, you know, that's fine. All right. Yeah. Well... I mean, what do you look at? I mean, like, is it that he's an imposing force, or is that that like? Oh, he's got a lot of force. Or is it like more of like I'm really intrigued by how, like, convincingly sexy he is as a large man. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure he gets a lot of ladies and stuff like that, or men sure. if he you know decides to, to go that route or. You know? Does that intrigue you? That, that that potential that he might swing that way? No, 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 no. not at all. No, no. Okay. There's one thing I want to make clear here. I'm straight. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know why we always end up talking about this. I, I don't know because this things will slip out. I don't mean to do that, dude. Like I said, I was in Nashville last week. I slammed a lot of fucking meat, puss meat. Oh, okay. Oh, right? Yeah. <sighs> Scared me there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I did feel a lot of cell phones in their pockets. But, oh, God. and I got a little... Wait, bit... did you ask them if that's a ruler in their pocket or a cell phone in their pocket? Or... I assumed it was like a candy bar. There's a lot of... There's a lot. Are of... you sure they weren't just excited to see you? Well, of course they were excited to see me. I mean, like, oh, you know. Oh, God. Okay. All right. That's, wait, it. Hold, that's it for me. What? I'm done. No, no, I'm done. No, wait, hold on. Fred, we have to get the, the, no, no, you're, you're going to no, hit something. No, that, fuck, dude, no, guys, no. I'm out. We're gonna, I'm out. No, okay. I'm out. We're going to talk out. about this off screen. No, we are not talking about no, this. Because I got no, a lot of questions. I am straight. No. Uh, yeah. I have a wife and what? I have a kid. No, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Listen, WWP 44, I'm going to... I need to clarify some things. All right. So, um... Bye. Help me. Okay. Um, we're gonna go now. Bye. I'm so scared. All right, guys. This has been the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Um, we'll see you next week. I think.